your favorite toy truck nerds are back. Welcome to That Scale RC Show. Hey everybody and welcome to That Scale RC Show, episode 94. I am Travis along with the other hosts, Jay and Adam. And tonight we have special guest Chris Trudeau on. And thanks for joining everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Good night. Perfect. Man, that was a great show. If only Adam, or if only Travis had remembered to hit record. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, in all seriousness, welcome back, everybody. Sorry for the long pause and getting going again, but we're back, and that's all that matters. So, how's everyone doing? Doing good. Oh, pretty good. And yourself? Yeah, good. Good. Oh, also, real quick, real quick, uh, Dad, do you have your fan on? No, me. I oh, don't okay. actually. I was just saying, I, I have forgot. A heater. I'll turn it off. It might be all right. I say if the fan was on, then I forgot to introduce it as a guest. Oh. <laughs> is anything no. printing? Is anything printing tonight, Jay? No, actually, there is nothing running. In fact, I just turned off the three D printer that just finished spitting out a part so no i've got nothing going on out here i was even early too like 728 <laughs> i was sitting out here at my desk with my headphones on ready to go there's just a lot of noise on the call that's a lot of it tends to i've noticed that I, I always say that and then when i actually get the show pushed through even with minimal editing not a lot of it actually makes it through so is it better now no <laughs> uh, <laughs> but okay. it's all right it's all right it didn't make any difference then. It's unfortunate that everybody has this perception of us that we're really like tuned professionals. That <laughs> we have to worry about this sort of thing. Yeah. We're not, we're not all fancy enough to have recording studios in our, in our houses or basements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And some of us live on the edges of civilization and have their power go out anytime there's a firm breeze going. Yeah, and I have to use the canoe to get to the store. I was going to say, Jay's got to wrap some more tin foil around those rabbit ears to get the connection to work solid. Dude, no kidding. It's <laughs> it, seriously, it's it's so bad out here. Like even trying to use your cell phone, like there's only certain parts of the house that you can actually like make a call on and stuff. It's really stupid. When he gets older, Travis, and that you get that, you need to make sure that that life alert when he gets it is boosted so that he actually can get a signal out. When he falls <laughs> and can't get up. That's a great point, actually. Dude, no kidding. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh man, it's bad though. It I, really is. It, like, it it's, really is. It's tough out here. Yeah, these streets. You're an island boy, Jay. Oh God! You gotta no, play that not like now. that. <laughs> you live on it's an island. It's so must be bad. Awesome. <laughs> Aren't th I read somewhere those dudes are from Florida too? That cracked me up. They are. I saw that when you were when you were talking last week about like not having 
not having power, the fact that the show wasn't wasn't happening because because you were without power, for somehow that thing came in the head. That's why I sent it to you on the message. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is perfect. It's too perfect. It's, dude, I can't even text people unless they have a an iPhone because then it'll use like iMessage and use Wi-Fi. But like if people have, you know, an Android or anything like that, I can't send pictures or anything unless I like go outside, walk up two streets to the stop sign at the top of our neighborhood at the hill. And like, then I can actually send pictures and stuff to an Android phone. But yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Send that more, send that Patreon money. Jay needs a, Jay needs a bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. And then also, I don't know if it's Jay or Travis, are you guys monitoring our messages on our Facebook page? Because there was a lot of addresses that got sent in today. Good. Okay. Yeah, no, I had posted a message saying that everybody needs to, to double check and make sure we have their address so I can get their little care package out. So I was unaware of either. But ultimately, that's because I've been largely neglecting Messenger for the past couple of weeks while I've been working. Oh, I'll, I'll get it handled because... I think I'm planning on if everything goes good tomorrow, I'm going to go and do pictures and video. And then um, Friday, I'm going to be sitting here making water bottles look pretty and packaging stuff up. So cool. Sweet. That'll be, that'll be good. Yeah. They're kind of neat. It wasn't as hard to put on as I thought. Is that the same topography vinyl you have for your, the trims and stuff that you sell just blown up. Yeah, it's it's just a uh, just artwork that I can slap on anything. Nice, right on. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I was happy with how those turned out. I am a little yeah, bit I bummed know. that the water water bottles aren't a touch bigger, but this thing actually fits in my new backpack pretty well, so that was kind of cool. So is that a tribute to Adam and the? Are those Fool's Gold Edition water bottles via Adam? I th- I think that well I feel <laughs> I've I've taken Adam away from the two chains thing so I figured we would do something to kind of give a nod back to the day the days of two chains. Pay homage. There you go. It's the yeah. same, same fool's gold in my teeth. Yeah. Adam does like black and gold, but I don't know for whatever reason the colors ended up working no, really look, well together. I'm not sure why I chose that necessarily other than, you know, it is a little bit of Adam influenced so that we've got some. uh, Because everybody looks at, well, he doesn't have his beard anymore, but the, you know, when, when you had the beard, the first thing I thought of when I looked at that Jay is Jay's all about the bling. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see, I don't see heavy metal hardcore. I see like bling and yeah. Oh, that's exactly funny. What, that's exactly <laughs> the image that Jay portrays with when when he, when he had his. I'm surprised you got rid of it with winter coming. Dude, I got like trying to take a bite of a sandwich was just <laughs> oh, way okay. more trouble I, than I it should be. There. I totally. I've got a. I've got a beard. In fact, it was funny. Dude. I was on. I was on Facetime with my wife today, and she's like. She's like, your mustache looks kind of old-timey. And so I started, like, twisting the ends, trying to do, like, the old-timey, like, handlebar mustache. <laughs> I had that for a while. 
I remember that picture. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that stage, that phase that you went through when you did that. I think I more or less grow facial hair sarcastically. Like I just <laughs> do it as like just something dumb to do. But no, like seriously, it just, it got to be a pain in the ass. Like all the hair at the corners of your mouth, you know, whenever you're trying to eat something and it just, it wasn't worth it, you know? And then like you would blow your nose and that's a whole other level of grossness. And right. I was just done with that's it. Cause don't you know, with a beard, you need to like tuck it in the top of your shirt when you're eating, you know, get out of it. <laughs> get one of those little like beard bag things that you strap <laughs> on that keeps it all nice in its little pouch. Yeah. Use I'm a hairnet, a beard I'm bra. From, <laughs> I'm curious to know from from Travis working with Colin is is he trying to go like full ZZ top and catch Tim with his? Oh, probably. Father time. Yeah. <laughs> Look like wizards. You guys are friends with OKO, right? Yeah. Or you guys know OKO? Yeah. yeah. Um, because I had commented that picture of the three of them. I was I was hoping that OKO would have brought his beard with him because that would have even made the picture better. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. So, other than struggling for power, what's everyone been up to? Oh boy. <laughs> a lot of work and I think that's where we've all kind of been it's just been various points of just working yeah but yeah that's been about it unfortunately which is like good like stuff's getting done and stuff is well, trying we've to get built a lot of cool stuff too that you've been building you know, a lot like, of cool stuff yeah you trying have to been on a build tear lately Jay. yeah well, for any time that we're doing something new, like product-wise and stuff, I'm trying to like do something at least to showcase it, so it's not like just a bench picture, you know. Like even like, well, okay, for example, like part of the reason the Halo Forerunner exists is because with losing that one piece of equipment and focusing more on our other thermal printer. Um, I want to revamp our window and badge decal kit for the forerunner and make it like the night runner where it's got like, you know, tinted headlight decals and tinted taillights and stuff like that. Like a little more like, I don't know, just more items to it, you know, when you buy it. And so that's the the reason for the forerunner. In the windows themselves too. Well, it's got, yeah, it has all of that and everything. But like if you buy our kit for the night runner, it's got like, taillight lenses with transparent red sections and stuff in them. And so I'm going to do that for the forerunner. And so this is kind of, that was part of the reason for this is building, you know, building something to kind of showcase those. And it's good timing too, because you got Halo being released on the eighth and everything. And so it'll just be a good time to show an updated product, you know, and so people can see, you know, we're it, right now, like with the store and everything, there's not a whole lot to choose from necessarily compared to like in the past and stuff. And so the timing is such where we'll be able to kind of like very shortly show everybody kind of the new direction that we're going and stuff and what we're going to be doing with different products and everything. And so anytime we have like weird 
you know, like landmark moments or, you know, something that's changing here. I want to try and like do something to kind of capture people's attention to or sell whatever point it is. Yeah. Which is the that, exact reason why he shaved his beard. <laughs> Fresh start. Yeah. I was just <laughs> done with it. <laughs> Getting ready. New year, new you. Is that, is that, uh, the preamble to the yeah. <laughs> right. Sweet. So we've had a lot of new stuff coming out in the scale world. We've got some bodies. We've got 24th scale, lots of 24th scale wheels and tires. We've got RC four-wheel drive with a 24th scale trail finder too. Which is that Alexian body? I didn't look. That's actually something I, I was kind of curious about. Which one? The TF2, the 24th scale one. Is that is that Alexian body or? Oh, really? Yeah, the new Toyota. I think it's a hard body. Oh, that would be really cool. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's a hard body. Rock crawlers. Kits. Mini and micro. Here we go. Hard body. That's what I Dude, that's pretty rad. But I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's RC four wheel drive. You know, that's their thing. Yeah, that's I true. I think the only, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the only Lexan body they ever had was that third gen Forerunner. Uh, they had was a it third gen or was it second gen? Uh, it's like the mid nine. It was like the nineties. First, body yeah, style. I think that yeah, was the first a, gen. Yeah, that that nineties one. Because yeah, I have, I think I, I think that's the one I, I think I have that one. It was, it was a copy of the. So that, that body. Was a loose copy of the, like OG, um, Kyosho. Like before scale trucks or scale trucks, Kyosho had a Rav four two door, a Kyosho Pathfinder, which I have, a Toyota Forerunner, and I think there was one other one. But they were they they were one ninth scale with an independent front suspension, like double wishbone uh, suspension on them. They're super scale. Um, I'll have to. I'll post a picture after the show is up of the of the two. I have I have the Pathfinder, and it's complete. My brother-in-law has a Forerunner, um, and I have a picture of, of both of our trucks sitting like side by side. But those came out in like the early '90s, um, and the the body that RC Four Wheel Drive used for their Forerunner was was loosely based on on the Forerunner. It was the the Hilux Surf like two door '90s Forerunner, and it looked it looked way better than the, the Proline one. Sorry, Proline. <laughs> um, hard plastic bumpers. It was it was really nice. But yeah, they called it. What did they call it? They called it. It wasn't the Forerunner. I can't remember now. I know they made a horrible looking Pathfinder body. Um. But yeah, they did make a. They had a the Lexan. It was short lived, but they did have a Lexan um, Forerunner. 
Oh, RC four-wheel drive actually has a chassis kit too. Rolling chassis that's twenty-fourth scale. And it's all aluminum. Wow, that is a uh, very expensive little car. Two two nineteen for the rolling chassis kit for one twenty-fourth. That's really interesting. It doesn't have upper links. It's just using the shocks to kind of stabilize everything. Boy, that's odd. It's a weird little truck. And then we, 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 we can't not talk about the Sen F450 in red and white. Those look pretty cool. It Okay, I just got to, like, you know, interject a little bit on that. So there's a guy, what is it? I'm going to have to look it up now. I want to say it's, like, Smiggins Folly or whatever the heck that guy is that's got the, um, he's on Instagram. I got to pull it up. It's not Turks and Jerps. Yeah, Maybe that's is, Yeah, has Smiggins Folly, yeah. He's building that, like, sort of forest... Forest Ranger uh, Dodge thing, I think. That's a hard body, and that looks really good. Okay, no, it's not him. There's somebody else. Are you talking about Harley? Because Harley built that. Are you talking about the squatted one? No, I'm talking about the Chevy Cat Eye. Oh. Oh. Weber's Gulch. Weber's Gulch, yeah. That's the guy that we uh, gave the forerunner to. Weber's Gulch. So he got a sin, and then I know exactly what file he got for the 3d printed body because the guy also makes that same flatbed so it's got to come from the same guy he printed it all out the thing is sick it looks just like i mean like i don't know i fell in love i was like if i was gonna do a tow rig that would be my tow rig it looks really really good like it, it's worthy of posting on the page good uh, yeah, i'll share it to the page when we're uh, done talking because it's badass and my love for Chevys, it got me thinking. I was like, ooh, maybe I need to do something along these lines. I would love to do a really long wheelbase build, like try and do like a send body with, um, you know, like element chassis and stuff and just, you know, stretch it out and do something really, really custom. My my brother-in-law currently has two. He, ha he has both the, the, the gray and the blue. They are massive, um, and he wants the red one next. So we'll we'll see. Shut, Is he shut. just collecting them? Like, what's what's his what's his goal there? He just he just, just wants all of them. them. He just likes them. Yeah, it's just his his thing. Um, 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 he's he's got cerebral palsy, and he's oh. like a car person and in a wheelchair. That's cool. So it's been his. It's just his 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 thing. passion there. That's how I, yeah, that's how I actually met him. He was a, came in and was a customer at my store, and we got to be friends, and and then I married his sister. <laughs> so crazy. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, he's got he's got quite a bit of a, of a collection, and, and um, but he he really likes them. He, um, in fact, another friend of mine messaged me and sent me a picture of one that somebody had a custom. They built a cut, which is what, again going back to, to Adam's thing. It's it's ideal tow pig, but 
they built a custom like pintle mount for a f- fifth wheel with a trailer on it. And I think my friend said that the, the guy that he was going to get it, he never ended up getting it, but the guy that he had the trailer built was like somewhere around 500 plus to have a fifth wheel trailer built for it. But it, I mean, it's like triple axle and it's running like dually tires all the way around. Like it was, it was pretty intense setup. Wow. And my brother-in-law was just salivating because he wants, he wants it just for that purpose. He wants the trailer and he wants to make it as a, a tow rig. He already has one of those, um, big dog, um, trailers, the little double axle one that RC four wheel drive offers and into G offers and all that. Um, so he tows he tows his stuff around on on the back of it, but I think he wants to tow more than one. So the fifth wheel, because of the truck and the fact that it's a dually, I think is more is more appealing. Um, but I mean, they are they are pretty they're pretty cool. They are long as hell. I mean, they they take a mile to turn. Um, well, they're coming out with some pretty neat little like upgrade stuff too, like different wheels and like for guys that are into it you know they have like the spiked wheel lugs and stuff i mean they they actually have a lot of pretty neat stuff for those really yeah he's got the he bought the locker they make lockers for it he's got the lockers front and rear in both of his trucks and and they have like different you can like flip the transmission gears around to give you like a low speed or a high speed one so each of his trucks one's configured for high speed one's configured for for normal and so um crazy yeah i mean they're I'm. I would be curious to get one out on the trail. The suspension is super stiff, so that's it? that's the only thing that that I would probably change or or modify to try and take it out on the trail is is putting some way softer springs on it to to see how it would do on the rocks. But unfortunately, where we go crawling, there's a there's a lot of you know semi steep stuff to go up and I'm sure it would I'm sure it would just high center on everything because it's so long. But I mean I don't know. For, you know, the, the new trend is everything's long, so the gladiators and the Yeah. The well it's it's scaled. I mean this is what guys like us have been asking for all this time. Yeah. You know, really for for that truck, four nineteen is not bad considering no, it's, a, it's a pretty good deal for what you get. That, I mean plus there's there's just a lot there. Like that's a lot of vehicle that you're getting a lot of tires many many tires. tires a lot of tires which i i don't even know if i would change those out if i was to get something like that like the stock tires actually look pretty good the wheels are a little bro looking but i get it like that's what that's what sells so that's what it's supposed to be yeah definitely a bro truck do. i mean there there are there's people making lift kits for them you know there are some, there are some people out there really like the whole like bro dozer yeah the brodozer stuff, which, you know, I guess to counter that, I mean, you know, not to not to totally trend, but still in, like, new releases. I mean, Red Cat did release that new body, but they do Monte Carlo, new hydraulic. Yeah. Lowrider is the is a Monte Carlo now. So, you know, I mean, you know, there you go. You can have your brodozer truck and your mini lowrider uh, hopper, and, uh, you know, you'd be set. Well, it's just cool to see that Scale RC is like so many different things now instead of just crawlers, you know, crawlers. which is a perfect segue to our next thing, which is trying to fit drifting and rally into the world of Scale RC. And one 
what I really want to see, and I, I don't know, I, I've gotten like a different opinion from all kinds of people, but what would be really cool in my mind is a one-tenth scale rally with interior, interior cage, mud flaps, like molded plastic grill, like, you know, just what they're doing with crawlers, but do a rally car would be just awesome. So hopefully someday that's something that we'll, we'll see. But in the meantime, we have to make them on our own, which you have more experience with all that than any of us do. So we are not drifters. Yeah. I mean, and it is, there are, I mean, um, there are, there's companies like Pandora that offer like full fender kits that you can get where it's like, you know, you, you basically delete the whole body and you can build like fenderless. I think they sell it for like the, the Nissan 240 or S13 where it's like, you know, the inner fender, like if you took the fender skin off and it was the underside, you can get like just the, the fenders and like they make Lexan, you know, engine bays for all, oh, the wow. different, all the different engines that you want. So whether it's a, you know, two JZ or, you know, a Corolla motor, like, the, you know, my Corolla that's sitting outside or, um, you know, if you're a, a Nissan, you know, SR20 fan, you know, all that stuff. There's, they make all kinds of, of Lexan, you know, faux motors that sit like under the hood um, you know, they've got the, they've got the, the rear bumpers too. So if you want to take your rear bumper off and, and, you know, make it a total missile where it's missing all the body panels, they have like the underskin. Um, I'm not that handy painting, so I will not be doing any kind of detail work to that extent. Um, Dude, that's wild though. But yeah. And then, um, you know, the, the interiors are relatively simple i mean they do some people they do sell like dash kits um because everything's like shifted now and it's not you know everything's in the in the the, the trend now is everything is is rear wheel drive not four wheel drive like it used to be so there is more room now in the chassis with everything kind of you know behind the doors as it were that you can, you know, you can kind of run interiors. I have, I have a couple friends that have some faux, um, like they make like, you know, scale Corbo race seats and, and using kind of the, um, the wild willies figure is real popular with, you know, the big helmet. Yeah. If you look at the, the, so they use like that as like the base. And so that'll be the, the little figurehead driving, um, I think, yeah, racing makes a moving steering wheel. There's a bunch of people that make different, uh, um, like, dash parts, uh, which actually, to rewind under the, uh, um, going back to, like, new stuff, did you see, is it scale-built, the scale-built dash with a little moving tack? I saw that today, yeah. Somebody had somebody posted that on Instagram, and that... Uh, Got, got a little excited about that because I'm, I'm building something and working on a, a dash and I was like, oh, that would be really neat. Um, yeah, those are pretty awesome. The one I saw today had a, a digital Speedo and then it also had like the needle as well and they both kind of yeah. moved you know, sequentially. It was just that guy's stuff's next level. Yeah, yeah. I, um, 
I know somebody who bought one of those Kizio, I don't know how you say it, Kizio trucks, whatever, with the full, like, digital something, and it's like a $2,000 crawler, it's ridiculous, but it's it's got a light-up dash, and then, like, the, I think you can get it, like, navigation or sat-nav, maybe it's the scale-built guys, but I don't know, they've got, like, the scale-nav-like system, and that's so rad. That kind of stuff. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's. We thought people who did cut, like, I have friends that do some amazing stuff with styrene. Like, yeah, like you said, it's it's completely like next level when you're when you're talking about you know digital gauges and, you know, it's one thing to just have like, you know, headlights and taillights, <laughs> let alone putting lights in a dashboard or. Yeah. Or exactly. Gauges, working gauges and stuff. But, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, so yeah, I mean, people are doing interiors in, in drift cars. There's tons of, there's a several videos of people with, uh, um, you know, cameras inside the car and it's, you know, from the, from the driver perspective, um, not quite. I mean, it, it gives you the FPV perspective, but it's not, I think there are people that are driving drift like FPV, but most of it is just the, uh, most of it is just like indoor, you know, using like GoPros and stuff mounted on, you know, whatever figures or something inside. Which is still cool for getting video and stuff. I think that's neat yeah. looking. Yeah, for sure. Um, but going back to the, the interior thing, the, um, Jay, you're a little bit late. The HPI RS4 Rally uh, used to come, it came with a molded interior set. Really? Uh, God, how did I ever... Like, I just got into this hobby too late. There's still a lot of cool stuff, but yeah, it's... I mean, I just... I just If you just put in HPI... HPI RS4 Rally into, like, Google Images, you'll see there's a couple that pop up, and it just shows a little... I mean, it's it's cheesy. It's, it's kind of like what the Axial thing is. It's a molded interior with, like, a plastic helmet head. Yeah, that's how my Tamiya one is that I got for the Escort that I'm building. Um, but it's, yeah, I'm like fair, full disclosure the the, the opinions and the opinions stated do not necessarily reflect the sponsors or the members of that scale RC show. Um, I'm not a fan of the, like Traxxas rally or the associated stuff. I'm, I'm a traditional like tent scale sedan, you know, Tamiya chassis, HPI, um, yep. Yokomo. That's like to me. That is that's what rally should be. I don't even. I'm not even a fan of like the 16th scale Traxxas like rally stuff. Um, you know, it's all the touring car based. Is what you're after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Sure. It's that, and the other nice thing is, is they look relatively scale next to crawlers so that part's yeah. kind of cool too they they make for good scale garage accessories yeah yeah for sure but yeah i wish i'm you know whoever's listening rich trickio at horizon if you're listening or you know <laughs> uh, randall axial if you're listening and you want to branch out bring back 10 scale rally cars yeah, i think that would be right it, it needs a resurgence Bring back 10 scale rally car bodies. Let's HPI if you're listening. Bring back your. I just your I bodies. feel like it would do good because it's just scale anything as we're seeing with like that that 
um, Sen 450 and then the or 350, I mean, and then the, um, you know, like all the drift cars and stuff with how scale guys are getting with those. Like you would think that it were hopefully like right at the point where something like that is actually like, you know, somewhat reasonable for somebody to produce you know, at this point, like I feel like it's probably not too far away. Well, and there still are. I mean, I was I was doing some checking, and I follow some, I follow some, you know, rally pages, and I can I can you know kind of wax poeting or waxing poeting, uh, whatever the term is, you know, talk about the heydays of it. But um, I mean, when the when the HPIs and stuff came out, like at the late '90s, like I mean, we had where I lived in, in, you know, in Oregon and raced in, in Vancouver, I mean, we had a healthy rally class, like to the extent that I think the most rally cars we had show up on a night of racing were, I think we legit had like three heats of like eight or nine cars per heat. I mean, I think we had like 20 something cars show up. God, that'd be rad. To run rally. And like there's it's it's transitioned a lot now in comparison to what we did um you know there's i mean if anyone wants to i mean you can you know if you want to get on a on a total like time suck just put in like rc rally europe and watch some of the videos but um and if i guess if anyone's I guess it just depends on on what you what people know to be like rally, and then sort of like the modern modern take on it. Because there's there's like the rally cross stuff, which is which is popular now. That's like the Nitro Circus, the Ken Block, the Tanner, where there's like four cars on a course, like all at once, and they're all racing. Um, yeah. Around a track. Which is basically what we were doing back in like the the late '90s, early 2000s, when the HPIs and the Yokomos and the Losis, you know, when those cars all came out. That's basically what we ran. We ran on the same, we ran on the same off-road RC clay track that, you know, the two-wheel drive buggies, the four-wheel drive buggies, the stadium trucks all ran on. So we were running the same. We were running on the same tracks. And, you know, everyone was, was doing it all at once. I was fortunate that the person that kind of organized our group happened to participate in, you know, actual, like, 1-1 one, one rally cross. So a lot of the, a lot of the rules, a lot of the, the same kinds of, um, you know, the sort of the point structure and everything um, was all applied. So, you know, basically we ran kind of a, a series a series race and you got points for finishing like one through ten regardless. So, you know, Travis Travis will tell you from, from like regular racing experience, if you break a car, normally a car, you know, gets pulled and set aside and, you know, the driver picks it up after a race. It didn't matter if you were on two wheels, you still got points for finishing the race. So we literally <laughs> would drive around the tracks dragging wheels just so that they could earn, you know, points towards the, you know, points towards that series. You know what I would like to see, which would be really, really cool is it would suck to, for cleanup and everything, but doing a um, one tenth scale rally cross on 
like a on-road track and have like actual like tarmac and dirt sections and a joker lap and stuff, you know, and you're up on a driver's stand driving just like you do, you know, traditional RC racing. That would be so much fun, even if it was just like a standalone event or something. But again, late to the party, Jay. If only you were into this back in the late nineties or two thousand. The HPI, the HPI Challenge Series did that. We really? I competed in a couple. I flew down to California for a race, and then I did one. They had one at the um, at Tacoma. They had a stop in Tacoma, and yeah, they set up in a we set up in a parking lot, and then there were um, they made like plywood plywood jumps with like an aluminum strip at the base, so you weren't just like. Because the, the, the rally cars like yours, they're, I mean, they're, they're elevated. They've got a taller stance than a regular sedan. Um, but we were just running on, like, it's not like carpet tracks where the, the jumps are sort of, like, you know, grooved in a way that the, the car, the, the jumps are, because you're running on, on carpet tracks, you're running on flat surfaces, and then you have jumps. Right. Um, like, everyone jokes about carpet racing is more or less, you know, touring cars with jumps. Um, but the the jumps were so aggressive though that you had to have some kind of a lead up to it but they would for the rally class they would move the the wooden ramps around the course in different spots and then they had at least the couple that I went to they had a um like a sheet of aluminum that they would put usually at like a corner and um or maybe it wasn't aluminum, it was some kind of a, like, plastic. But basically you'd hit it, and it was supposed to replicate ice. Oh, okay. So you'd come into a corner and hit it, and you're, you know, if you were driving, because we were all running, because you had to run the rally, you had to run the rally tires in the cars. And, you know, you'd come into that corner, and you'd just totally, like, slide around the corner. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, that was... That the HPI Challenge Series went on for for a couple years, and it was those things were a kick in the pants because they were all over, and um, mostly mostly the electric ones. Um, although they did HPI did have like the super the super nitro rally, which was the larger like eighth ish eighth scale ish car, um, which like now looking at looking back at I mean. HPI is still around, but, like, looking back at some of those cars, especially now, like, the Super, um, I think that's kind of along the same lines as, like, that new Vendetta car that came out, or the, the um, Arma Arma Vendetta. Oh, okay. Um, like, that, yeah. that, that, like, scale, that class now with, like, brushless systems would be awesome. Yeah, that would. You know, but, but again, HPI was kind of ahead of their time. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so they did. They used to run a, a parking lot race where you could do that. But I, I totally agree. I mean, I've I've talked to Kevin at, at our carpet track about trying to run a a um, you know get some rally cars in and and uh, my buddy Kyle, who probably listened to this later, who used to race with me back in the day, you know, he's all about he's all about you know bringing back rally and and uh, I've got a couple buddies that that do it. My buddy Brendan just bought. Bought a bought a house and some property, and I messaged him. I'm like, we're building a rally course, right? <laughs> so <laughs> we might get some we might get some outdoor rally action happening this this next summer. Uh, but the Europeans have been doing it for forever. If you go on, like I was mentioning earlier, YouTube time suck. 
Um, those guys like now we'll say many of them are in much better shape than I am. And I don't necessarily know that I would want to run, want to run around um, chasing my rally car. But <laughs> those guys do like, they do it like, they do like real stage rally type courses where like literally they run behind the car for like that looks so fun yeah well that's how our rock bouncer races are at the place in oakville here it's like the stage rally where you basically like either run behind or beside your bouncer because it's not just hill climbs there's like other terrain too which you see in real life they're kind of incorporating some of that stuff in now too it's not just a hill climb you've got like some double jumps and stuff like that and some corners and everything and that's how the places that i've went and raced at and yeah same type of thing like you just run behind it and go as fast as you can and dude it was a kick in the ass like i would absolutely i mean you know i'm you know out of shape and everything else and i would absolutely do you know like the european style stage rally i mean that it just looks fun like i would you know i'd risk getting sore and tired and everything else the next day for something like oh, that sure. or it's like a good time Yeah, I, uh, and then, like, they're, they're, and then they do, like, they basically do, like, a rally cross, too, where it's, you know, they do it, like, at an, at an off-road track, and, and they drive around and, and do the actual, like, um, rally courses, and, or, or, you know, they do, like, the off-road track and do the jumps and everything else and, and all that, so, um, yeah, so that's pretty it's it's Looks definitely so one fun. of those like they've been they've been doing a lot of it with the um a lot of those guys all run like Tamiya cars um the XVO ones and the the you have a TT here's the TTO2 right that escort uh-huh yeah my store sold out of that one i can't get that one now kind of sad i love that body it thing's so neat looking yeah yeah i um somewhere in my collection i think i have a New in package HPI Subaru 22, 22B, the fat fendered Subaru. Right. So painted it, but that'll that might find its way onto a shell. But um, yeah, we had a. I mean, back in the day, we had a huge shout out. Shout out to my buddy Rob. He's uh, he's um, he's on one of the he's on the uh, Operation 11C page. Um, but back in the Back in the days of HPI forum, we had quite a healthy uh, we had quite a healthy uh, discussion on the with HPI rally cars and and just that whole that whole segment was just it was just huge. Um, you know, it's it it's it's cool that there's still people out there doing it. I know that um, I follow I follow a a SoCal rally page. Um, I think there's even one in NorCal. I see one that's in Texas. So. Um, you know, there are still, there are still groups doing it. Um, and you know, you can run them. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, it wouldn't even take much to go, you know, go find some space in a park and just kind of, you know, grab a rake and kind of rake some stuff aside and, you know, make your own. But, um, yeah, I think I, I, I really like the 10 scale rally stuff, especially if you watch the real stuff, cause the real stuff is pretty exciting to watch too oh yeah absolutely 
Yeah, I uh, would like to see. I would like to see more. And there are some companies doing it. I mean, to me, is to me is always kind of produced. In fact, I was when I was doing some homework for this show. Um, their their first, I guess, rally car came out in July of '83. Jeez. It was an Audi Quattro. Yeah. Um. Probably their most famous one, which is that Porsche 955 with the Rothman livery. I know Travis is going to know that one, probably. Um, it's the blue and white oh, Porsche. Yeah. That's pretty badass. That that one didn't come out until 1986. But that's kind of when, you know, or, let's see, was it 86? Yeah, 1986. So that's kind of when the those started getting popular but it wasn't I don't think it was really until like the the late 90s when HPI came out with one and then like coincidentally the Yokomo came out with one and uh, Losi came out with their rally car um that things kind of took off but there's still there's a couple companies the RC Rally Legends make some really cool you check out theirs they have a lot of like old school throwback rally bodies like they've got a bunch of, of like stuff that's not necessarily stuff you'd see here in the u.s yeah um, but yeah i uh i was fortunate enough to hang out with a bunch of of rally people back in the day and so they uh you know so we would watch a bunch of group five group n you know all that stuff was pretty it was pretty intense watching some of those cars back in the day I can't imagine having RC cars back in 1986. Like that wasn't even on my radar. Like that, my only RC experience at 10 years old was, you know, like Radio Shack cars. I would have lost my mind if I would have seen like Tamias and stuff like that back then. Oh yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. I mean, I didn't. I didn't get in. I mean, I was bench racing with my with my friend Richard when you know when we were in like I think junior high or just before junior high, seventh eighth grade maybe, and like you know that was right around the, like the you know gold pan RC ten and like the Blackfoot and and all that stuff. But I mean, yeah, there's to me has been around a long time, like a long. Yeah, like they're kind of right there with Kyosho, aren't they? As like two of the longest standing brands in RC. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and Kyosho had some. Kyosho had some some nitro ones back in the day. They had their, uh, they came out with ones called the, they had the Landmax series, which they made, they were kind of the, I think they were similar in size to like the HPI Super. They were kind of like an eighth scale ish um, nitro rally car. <laughs> Or I think Jeez. they had they had nitro, but they used to make Kyosho used to have a uh, uh, an escort like the one you've got on your really yeah it was pretty it was pretty cool and that was the thing I mean that was you know but all those companies back then I mean you know the the scale realism of of that stuff which you know which is what we're talking about is scale is I mean that they were they were pretty spot on with that stuff. And I'm sure I'm sure licenses then weren't nearly as difficult as as they are now. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, that it's definitely a process trying to jump through all the hoops for that. Yeah, 
I, I get why some of the brands like Associated aren't big on doing it, you know, with bodies and stuff. Because just trying to get in touch with people is hard enough, and then trying to explain to them what it is that your business actually does is even tougher. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's... Well, and and I just wonder too with all of the. I mean, you can't necessarily stop like the knockoff stuff from happening, but you know, to sort of to to sort of mimic some of the video game stuff like you know you you play you know grand theft auto or some of those games it's like you're looking at the car online or in the game and it's like wow that looks like an audi r8 it's like but it, you know they <laughs> yeah. don't necessarily call it an r8 or that looks like a you know that looks like a dodge pickup and it's you know it's not named that but right you know, yeah anyone who's any wiser would know that it's a you know it's it's a it's a dodge pickup or a you know Chevy Trailblazer. We did see a Night Runner with a Ford oval badge on the grill the other day. So that was interesting. <laughs> was it the one? Was it the one sitting on top of a Ford truck by chance? I, you know, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Okay. I just saw the I saw the grill and I took a screenshot of it and sent it to Trav. I was like, this kind of cracked me up. That's pretty funny. Dude wanted a uh, Ford, man. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I guess as long as you don't use that name in it, or at least yeah. make it visible and hide it under a sticker or something. That That's actually pretty smart, but probably a bit of a legal gray area. <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of what I wonder. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty... The, I mean, the Europeans that are doing it, I mean, it's, it's pretty intense. And even the SoCal guys, I mean, they have a pretty good, they have a pretty good, you know, group and, and following with that. And, I mean, you know, going back to even, like, the RC four-wheel drive, I, I mean, they make it, I mean, kind of in the same realm. I mean, you know, the car trucks. I mean, you guys had, you guys had yeah. tie on. You know, you guys had tie on, what, two weeks ago or whatever. I mean, that Dakar truck that he built, I'm, I'm going to build one. I'm going to figure out a way to make something along that same line, whether I have to cheat and use a, uh, you know, the RC or the, um, the Axel Unimog, whatever truck. I think Jay, I've sent you pictures of like the Overland truck that I wanted to, Oh yep. I want to mm-hmm. essentially build, but, um, you know, I mean, I think it's still on there. Can I put it in Dakar? Do they still offer their Dakar? I, that red one. Is that the one yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, I I don't remember. I saw one of those the other day, and it was something ridiculous, like fourteen hundred bucks. Yeah, they were crazy. I had a, I have a buddy who who bought one. I don't think he's ever driven it, but he said that that thing came like on a small pallet. It wow. was just like like the Tamiya semi trucks are heavy. Like that one was heavy. Like you talk about like, and I'm sure Ties is pretty heavy with all his like three D printed. That Dakar truck from RC Four Wheel Drive, that thing was all aluminum, like aluminum panels. Jeez, I didn't realize that. that. Wow. Not, I don't think, and they must have discontinued it because I'm not seeing it. I need to get intern and eyes. Dakar bodies finished. They're just sitting at the moment. Elliot's been pretty quiet online. What is the intern doing these days? He's got a job, but he wouldn't tell me what he's doing. Not RC related. Oh, okay. 
not working for you, not not doing your not doing your minion work. <laughs> no, no, there's there's unfortunately not not a whole lot I can utilize them for these days. What is he doing for a job? Do you know? I was just say if he's not telling you, it's got to be some like high level government work. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's for him to say. It's nothing crazy. Like he's just you know going somewhere after school doing his thing you know as much as the law allows him to work and that's it and i think well, jobs are plenty now so yeah you kids out there looking for rc money yeah yeah but, your first job was best buy right trav yeah adam what was your first job uh my first job i well technically was when i worked at pacific sunwear um, Pack Sun. I don't know if that store. Well, I know it still exists down it's here. Right. I don't know if it if it exists anywhere else. Um, yeah, we still got it. Yeah, no, I worked. Yeah, I worked there because um, technically working for my parents was my first job, but my first real, real job where I actually collected um, a paycheck and all that <laughs> stuff instead of getting paid like you know cash, you know, and all that stuff when you're you know 14, 15 years old um, was. Pack sun, but yep. Yeah. What was your first job, Chris? Um, I bag groceries. I worked for a. I worked for a local grocery store. I worked for a thrift way, and then after that job, I worked at a Safeway and was like bagging groceries and yeah, carrying carrying out grocery bags for little old ladies. Um. Yeah. I worked at a golf shop and which on the surface sounds really cool, but it was called missing link. And so their whole like stick was, yeah, their whole stick was, you know, the missing link, you know, as far as like anthropology goes. And I had to stand out on highway 97 at the time. Cause there wasn't a bypass in a gorilla suit. With a kilt, oh, <laughs> gorilla, gorilla suit with a kilt, and then one of those little hats, a beret, I guess, isn't that what they call them? Like little golfer yeah. hat. In the middle of winter, in the snow, getting splashed by dickheads that are like swerving over into the gutter, into the slush to like totally douche me with snow and mud and everything. So I'm like in junior high, so probably. I don't know, 12 years old or something. And I'm sitting there like in tears trying to act happy and dance around with this little putter and stuff while people are just clowning me. And to make it, to make it even worse, I was working one day. Yeah, no, it gets, it gets worse. I had a buddy who outed me in junior high to everybody else because he recognized my Nike Bo Jackson cross trainer shoes and so he told everybody what i did and it was humiliating it was funny because i was just gonna say the only saving grace is that no one knew that it was you under the dude how he knew it was me by the shoes just i mean some good detective work but i mean just damn how slow were they driving to tell you what i mean i yeah i I mean you know I, you know, I'll, I'll whip my head because I think I see a, you know, 
like I'll see a car. It's like, oh, look at that. You know, I mean, we've all done it. We've all done that. We've all done that, uh, that move. But, um, yeah, to be able to pick out a classmate by his shoes driving by on the road, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. It, it sucked. It sucked really bad. That was a miserable job. Like you think it'd be fun, but it, it really wasn't. No, I like, that doesn't sound fun at all. No, no. It, I, it, <laughs> I've you know, like I mean, most people I be like, Oh, who cares? But the snow well, sucked. Fast forward to present day. It would either be the guy. So fast forward today. So you would either be, um, trying to direct people to your mattress store. Yeah. Um, pizza. Or weed. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> sign-wielding skills have really, like, come alive in recent years. Because I feel yeah, like they're probably, getting more complicated. Because <laughs> I was going to say, Jay, that was probably, like, I'm going to date myself. Jay will know what I'm talking about. Was that pre-Walkman? Did you at least have a Walkman in there? Or did you have to, like, sing to yourself to try and entertain me? No, no Walkman or anything. I was just, <sighs> you know... Standing the there waving at cars and at least now they've got at least, you know, headphones or some sort of AirPod ish whatever in their ears and they're at least I mean they're at least jiving the music. Yeah, they're getting down. Yeah. I was not I was not so fortunate. <laughs> right. Just hearing the sound of slush being thrown <laughs> through tires and <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh. Dude, they they would they would fully swerve and like right into the gutter and just oh. and then you're cold on top of it. I mean, not only is like the whole act of it humiliating, but you're like freezing to death out there. See, I would have I would thought the opposite. Yeah. I would have thought you would have been sweating balls in that. Oh, that would have been no, not not Central Oregon. This was like oh, this was oh, this was down here. Yeah, oh, this it was in Bend. Oh. So it gets cold and bend. What about the gorilla suit, <laughs> right. though? Was that not, did that not insulate? No, it was, um, you've probably never seen it, but like there's cloth for like Halloween masks and stuff that they have hair kind of woven into. And it, it's almost like kind of a mesh material. Like it's awesome. really breathable. <laughs> so you had to like dress super, super warm underneath it. I see. Oh, so it wasn't like full on like mascot looking outfit. Uh, no, it was, it was pretty close. I mean, it had like the rubber face and stuff and, okay. you know, it was, it was a like legit looking gorilla costume, but. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. so yeah, so, so when y'all are hearing this in the, in the discussion afterwards, you can all post your, your first job and, or I guess, I think I, Jay kind of takes the cake with like worst first job, but I'm curious to see what the, what the others out there. Dude, have. I could go on and on. I've had like just i've had so much weird stuff happen to me <laughs> like <laughs> i could just tell stories like that forever but yeah it wasn't fun so hopefully in turn whatever you're doing it could always be worse remember that what i can tell you is in turn is realizing that if he goes and he works a job and he's out of rc that he gets to make money which is pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's quite the revel- that's, that's quite the revelation that for that's RC not, kids. That's not true. Even if you have a job, you're not. I mean, unfortunately, I just keep spending money on my RC stuff. Well, that's the trick. Yeah, that's the trick. Suddenly, suddenly, you start making money, and all of a sudden, you're like, hmm, I'm not going to put as much effort into this RC thing. <laughs> There's a couple of years of that, and then you may circle back around. I know that was my experience. 
No, I can agree with that. I've actually spent a lot of time pushing the career forward this year than RC. Yeah, same. I think all of us have really. Like work is just taking over priority. Yeah, the RC industry has been. Yeah, it's been good though. Your full time gig is RC though, so (laughs) there's a little bit of an asterisk from it, really. I'm sure there's plenty of us that are sort of envious. I still come home and work for you every day. <laughs> so <laughs> we're just trying to get it while the getting's good. Yeah. Well, it, it is neat to see the, you know, all the the stuff and the, you know, the 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 improvements, the um, just the direction in in terms of where everything's going. I think it's all everything's moving in a in a you know a positive you know, in a positive direction. I mean, there's, there's still, there's all kinds of advancements being made when you look at, you know, like the van, the new vanquish transmission that they've, you know, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, we yeah. Haven't even talked about is, that. Oh, you missed it, Trev. Cause we had talked about it with Ty. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. You that, were gone for that, that one. So sick. That's we, a really nice. We truck. talked a little bit about this on the 11, the operation 11 Charlie show too, of just like how much, everything has come along and at the rate that it has too. you know, it's a good time to be in RC. Like this is a good point in history because there's just so much cool stuff coming out. Yeah. Well, yeah. the envelope's definitely being pushed, but then you, I mean, you know, I think we were all, I mean, I think people were pretty impressed with like the V, you know, with, with Vanquish's VFD or with Traxxas and their shiftable, you know, lockers and stuff like that. Like that was pretty revolutionary for, for their time. But, yeah. you know, it's like how much more, you know, we, we talked a bit about the, we talked a bit about the, that skill built, the digital dash and all that stuff. And, and, you know, you've got the, you know, actuating drivers and, you know, putting, you know, putting servos and, putting mini servos in, in heads and getting heads to turn in conjunction with like the steering wheel, um, you know, with like the drifting stuff, they've got, you know, sparking tires and, they do? you know, like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, uh, uh, they've got like the, I think it's, um, I know it's attack. What's the, what's the lighting? Why is their name escaping me right now? What's the light? What's the RC? Light? My trick RC. My trick RC. They make a like a backfire kit for like exhaust. So like as your you know drift car is sliding around when you when you let off the gas, it has a because it, it's plugged into your receiver. Um, it senses like when it's off power, and so it'll like flash like an orange LED inside if you've got a like a scale muffler. Um, wow. It'll uh, it'll like flash like it's like it's backfiring. Like if you watch. You know, real drifting, you'll see them, you'll see them backfire and all that stuff. Um, that is too cool. So it is, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing to see what's, what's out there. I'm kind of, you know, did we, I don't, did you guys even talk about the four wheel steer Capra yet? Uh, no, we haven't back, talked about that yet either. No. That, that dropped because you, I think that dropped with you guys were off, right? So, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a crazy time in RC. Yeah, that's crazy. We could talk about we could talk about that. I think somebody. I think. Well, I don't know how long that was been on the thing, but clearly they saw your element based moon buggy J 
and uh, like, <laughs> we need to take this guy down. <laughs> Adam Adam made a phone call to Randall. And he's like, "Hey, Jay's got this thing. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> You're not going to believe what Jay made." Well, actually, if anybody followed what I did, that's my very first mod I ever did to my capper when I was building it. Yep. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you I and I were building ours about the same time, right? Yeah, and when I built I mine... I realized that yours was four-wheel steer, Adam. Yeah, yeah, it's four-wheel steer. I literally, when I when it for, I bought the kit, and when I was assembling the kit, I ordered another front axle front housing... And factory Capra link kit just so all the links, that's how OCD I was, just so all the links would look factory. Um, and yeah, then I bought all the parts, put in a rear axle or front axle in the rear and in the front. And then, uh, yeah. Did you the only thing is, your, did you have hmm? clearance issues in the back? Because I know like the new one with the new one, yeah, they like change the cage and. Yeah, they, they changed the cage. So, I mean, if you want to be a real stickler, mine does hit the cage, but I don't care. That's kind of good, shallows. like with the yeah. weight shifting back, it doesn't hurt out of the rear suspension limited. No, it doesn't at all. It really – it doesn't really – I mean, like I've looked at it, like try to figure out ways to, to clearance it. I mean, there's people that have done this mod before, and they've like cut out parts of the cross member or they put in like a bar and then cut everything out. I mean – if you want it to be all hacked up, you can go that route. I just left it. I didn't really care. Um, and also, I'm running the Shorty um, MKS uh, HBL 550 XL, which is the skinny um, stubby servo. So you don't have like a big full servo smacking everything. I wanted rear steer. I just didn't hang on to mine long enough to do it. Did you get rid of yours? Did you get rid of your one you built? Yeah, a couple, I don't know, a year or two ago. I forget how long it's been out now, but no, I, I got rid of it, and then uh, that's when I decided to do the moon buggy build, the element-based one. Oh, okay, that's what I was, oh, sorry. I was I was thinking you got rid of that, but I was like, I didn't think you were. Oh, yeah, no, one. I'll probably never sell that. I, I, oh, okay, you got rid of your Capra. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'll probably. I, was like, I know you're not crazy. <laughs> I'll probably be buried with that moon buggy. I love that thing so much. It is pretty cool. It's one of my favorites. But yeah, so. And honestly, it's funny because I think the reason why a lot of people don't realize that mine's four wheel steer is the fact that I built it and uh, I wasn't. At, what was I? There's something I wasn't happy with. I think it was the gearing or something. There's something I, w I just wasn't happy with the way it drove, so I kind of just sat. Oh, that's also what it was. It was the tires. The original tire setup that I picked, they were just too small for what it was, and it just sucked. And I wasn't happy. It didn't really hook up. Then I switched over to the crawlers. Oh. The crawlers. Everyone says high racks. That's their, like, go-to, so I'm just... I just nah, I know. Like I've never okay, so like I've never been a f well, I've never been a fan of the Hyrax strictly because they don't look scale. That's my yeah. only. Amen. That's my only gripe about that. Um, no, I actually went with the axial crawlers because I don't know. I was trying to keep it just like 
100% as axial as possible. It was just like a weird goal of mine. So I just went with the axial crawlers. Um, and they work really well. I drove that thing at uh, Crawl for a Cure, the farewell crawl. And that thing was killing lines left, right, and center. I couldn't have been happier. That rig really performs well. And the only thing I got to say is with the dig, you and you really don't use it a lot once you go four-wheel steer. There's yeah, really not sense. a lot of times you need it. Um, it's kind of like a show-off thing at that point. But, I mean, even people at that event, they couldn't believe it. Like, I'd be on the rocks, and they were like, whoa, is that four-wheel steer? And you're like, yep. And then they'd ask, did it come like that? And I was like, nope. But now not you can yet. go, yeah, you can. I had no clue, though. That I had, like, no – nobody told me that that was coming out. That was actually the event I found out about the SCX-6 – but which got released a week or two later. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's overall, it's a fun rig. Yeah, they're good. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed mine, but I, I do like the moon buggy, I think a little bit better, but I, the axial crawlers, those are actually really good tire. Those are almost as good as the Proline ones. Like I think they're both, right there with each other i have both i have the proline crawlers on what are those on right now i think those are on the yellow blazer if i'm not mistaken it's crazy Uh, how different they look huh like the two yeah they're very similar i do gotta give it to i think axial nailed the more crawler look. If you actually yeah. look at the at the Prolines, Prolines remind me of just an unsiped KM3, which really is all the crawler is. I think the tread blocks just need to be a little bit bigger on the Prolines, and they would have nailed it. Yeah, they they uh, yeah no, you're exactly right because that's that's what looks different on the axial version is the larger tread on them. Which the I mean the Axon one's a fantastic tire, but I the size of the Proline ones is good for like the Capris and stuff too. I think the Axial ones are a little bit small for certain rigs, depending on what you're going with. But the the Proline ones kind of remind me of um, a flat iron that doesn't have yes. like the one groove through the block. That's what they remind yes. me of. They do look like a flat iron, don't they? Yeah, I'm looking at. Them. I had to come out. I think. I have them currently on my kids, my son's Unimog. Uh, yeah, the axial ones look way better. Uh, I would have yeah, done those on the moon buggy, but I think they're probably going to be too little for it. It probably would have looked funny. Yeah. The thing with those rigs, like any kind of like a, a tube buggy kind of build like you do like that, they got to be big tires. You go small tires, one, it doesn't look right. Two, it, it, it'll hang you up. It actually hurts your performance. So you yeah. got to go like as big as possible. So. There, there were some people that were putting four point one nines on gatekeepers, and I never did quite understand why that was. I do. I don't know. It's it's kind of it like weird. Yeah, it's kind of like I still go back and forth. I have all the parts to to do the conversion on my bomber to make it a one nine, but it's just like I've never just gotten around to doing it, and it's like one of those because it's like, will I drive it? It's really the one nine bomber is really fun, dude. I I really enjoyed that build. I just, I just don't ever, you know, I, it's one of those I just question myself while I drive it, so I just haven't really pulled the trigger on it yet. Yeah. Oh, um, it's kind of a lot of work, too. 
Yeah, and then that is a goal too. One day to have like a moon buggy style, which um, either go with uh, what is that? There's a company. What is his name? Like something? Oh. No, there's another company. The guy makes. I gotta look it up now. RC Speedy. Yes. Yeah, beautiful stuff, huh? Maybe yeah. He has one of those. Yeah. That you have a friend who has one of those cages. He had. He bought that cage Jeep thing. That they. It's the RC Speedy. Isn't the cage? They sell us a truck. I thought, or he makes it. Is it the cage? Is it kind of like the? Aren't they doing? He makes like, like a, a ripper. Ripper yeah, he makes like a tr- truggy cage for the based off the Vanquish. Yeah, yeah. I have a, a buddy of mine bought one of those, and it's it's pretty cool. The the light kit that that comes in those things is pretty fantastic. It's like all kinds of selectable lights and flashing stuff, and they're bright as hell. Um, Crazy. It takes some. It's a it's a heavy truck. Um, and when <laughs> when that thing rolls over, hits you hear it. I also have a I also have a buddy who has a ripper too, and it's it's one of those like, um, the first time he brought that ripper out, crawling with us, and uh, it fell over and, and like hit one of those panels. Everybody in our and we have a pretty solid uh, group with our Sunday. Shout out to my, shout out to my Sunday church crew who's listening. Um, when we uh, <laughs> when we were out, we heard the thing hit. Everybody in the group just went, oh, we all just cringed <laughs> because of the, the sound that it made hitting the, the door, put a, like a light scratch or dent on it. But it's like, oh, man. Um, yeah, the – the you don't see – I mean, RC Speedy's one because um, I wanted to – it was another show topic for another, another time um, when I come back again. Um, but like – thoughts on I know he's kind of gone now but like the sort of the custom to I know a lot of people do their own like fabrication in cages and things like that but like going back to like the Mattzilla cages or like the RC Speedy stuff and the people that the people that produce those kinds of 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 kits and or like rigs and everything I don't know that I could ever I mean, yours is pretty close. Yours is a, a pre-molded cage, though, right, Jay? Uh-huh, yeah. Eventually, I'll build a cage for it, but for right now, it's just a plastic cage. Oh, it's... Yours is the... Oh, yours is... I didn't realize yours was plastic, because I thought... I thought yours was, like, a metal... Because I... Is it R1? Somebody made... Yeah, it it's, a, it's a G-Made R1, but it's basically, like, a twin vertical plate chassis where it's just molded instead of plate. And it's fastened together with um, aluminum standoffs through the center of it. So all the cross tubes are all threaded aluminum standoffs. Because didn't... Because Intigy used to make... I mean, back in... You know, Intigy used to make a bunch of those prefabbed cages. But I thought they made kind of a... I think those were for wraiths and stuff, yeah. No, it's... The the only, like... As far as I know, the only thing even close to moon buggies has been the R1 and then later on the Capra, which is kind of more trail buggy thing. But yeah, they're. I know um, there's a knockoff company that's making the. reproducing the G made cage, the R1. Yeah, which is kind of funny. 
Yeah, Injora. Insane surprise. <laughs> it's just kind of weird that like that's what they chose to copy is just the the R1 cage. Like, what good is that going to do anybody unless they're going to build something like what I did or replace the cage on their R1? Like, I, I don't understand what the motive was behind that product, but it's out there. So R1 cages were actually really hard to find there for a little bit because of all the, you know, supply chain stuff and everything. They were right about the time I finished mine and people said they started, you know, were like wanting to build one. That's when uh, they started to be to get kind of tricky to find because I had a little bit of trouble even trying to get mine. I think I had to get it from RPP. Everybody go to sleep. No, no you said you're <laughs> PP. No, it's. I, was, <laughs> I went back to my. I was on my computer and I was looking at. Um, I had still had my images from the HPI rally, and I found a picture of. It was linked to a, an RC Tech article, and it's a picture of my car. Oh, really? Wow. I, I, post, I posted it like forever ago, and it's a, a picture of my old um, Evo chassis in, a, in an RC Tech thread. I found or I found it, and then Ty found the same one too. There, uh, we found a, a new in box RS4 on eBay. And Ty was yeah, talking someone about just posted up. I'm on a I'm on a vintage HPI page, and uh, some people have posted. In fact, I sent it to my I sent it to my buddy Kyle. I was like, "Here's a new built like RS4 rally. You should get it." <laughs> <laughs> but he's already he already pulled the trigger. He bought I think he bought the escort that I was gonna buy. So Oh really? Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Kyle, for buying the escort out from under me. Um but no, the uh Yeah, that man, this is this is some old old school stuff. Scroll but down. I, I will say like when we the, the way we organized the, to circle back to like the rally thing, the way we organized the class, I mean, there were, we had, um, we, like there was a husband and wife couple that used to race with us. They both had rally cars. Um, he used to race like a two wheel buggy as well, but, but she got into it. He got her a rally car and they used to come out and man, that there were, you talk about smiles for miles. Like we were laughing and we just had, just so much fun running that class because it was so it was so low key. It was sort of like the, you know, it was this it was slash class before slash class was around. You know, right. Just, I mean, it, it was competitive. I mean, you know, this is all this is all like brushed motor days. So we were running, you know, like nineteen turn. We were all running like nineteen turn spec motors. We were running, you know, six cell. For those for those not old enough to know, they were six individual batteries that used to be soldered together into a pack. Um, you know, they weren't just two cell lipo batteries. Now, you kids these days have it easy. Um, but you know, we just we just had so many laughs, and you know, you would knock over people, and and you know, the I mean, the unlike real rally cars, like you could go into a corner and completely roll them. Um, and keep going. Like there was, HPI had a couple different. They came. They had a bunch of different bodies. They had the 
you know, the Subaru 22B, which is, you know, Colin McRae, that's probably the most famous, like, rally car. Um, the Suzuki Escudo, which was terrible in that, for jumping and stuff, because it had this huge... If any of you guys played... Let's go back. If any of you guys played Gran Turismo, um, the Suzuki Escudo, that huge winged thing in Suzuki, that's like, everyone would use that for their top speed run cars on, on Gran Turismo. Travis probably knows the probably can, can reference that part, but um, it was ho- made for a horrible rally car, um, <laughs> or rally car body, because it would catch on everything. Um, but the uh, the Peugeots did really well that they made. They made a, a Ford, the, um, I'm looking at it, what is that? That's Cor- no, Focus, Ford Focus. Um, Ford Focus Rally. Um and they were uh, they met had a Toyota Corolla hatchback like all of those were great because you'd go into a corner and being kind of a roundy body they would just roll right over and you could keep going. <laughs> um, little but, bowling ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's you know there wasn't you know it it was it was still comp- the way we ran it like it was still competitive you know it was still. You know, there, like I said, it was still points. You might have, you might have lost a, a an A arm and a tire, you know, at one race, and you know, taken first the next. Like they were all pretty even keel. You know, it was, it was, it was way ahead of its time as far as as far as I'm concerned with the cars. If you ran the interior though, the 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 foe because they the HPIs came with like a well, in the Yokomos too. The Yokomos didn't have a molded interior, but if you ran like the um, the interiors, the, the electronics would get like smoking hot because there's like no ventilation at all in those things. So they would they would cook like literally people would desolder like ESC leads. Oh god! Because of how hot they would get underneath. <laughs> um, but did anyone even ask rally questions? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even think we posted about questions for this one. I was just we like we're. We, oh, okay. we only got three, um, but we kind of posted people just ask questions anyways. But uh, I can read them off real fast. Okay. Um, Nick LaRusso says, welcome back and happy holiday, guys. Thank you. Happy holidays to you as well. And then he says, Jay, please tell about why you chose a trail runner over the gatekeeper uh, for your Halo build. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> it's just we just had an idea <laughs> i'm not sure i i think it was the jeep i saw i think it was the the unsc themed jeep yeah. and so I, I saw that and i was like oh. so a gatekeeper is not a bad idea that's an interesting thing you bring up and kind of we didn't talk about yeah. that we did a lot of stuff with gatekeepers over the last year though it's kind of nice to bring back something that's been around for a little bit longer that's did true you guys we, see we that haven't halo? given the forerunner much love in in the sort of the Halo connection, did you guys see that Halo? What is it, Warthog thing that that Hoonigan built for Cena? Yeah, yeah. that thing's gnarly. Um, and then he says, "Will there be a live Christmas show this year?" Oh man, we did should we do that last year. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that was fun. That. Should be a little bit more dialed this year too, because I figured out some of what the issues were that plagued last year's. So that'd be pretty fun. I'd I'd be down for that. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, and then last question he had was, have you, uh, Jay, have you driven the TT02 yet? Uh, will you leave it stock or make it a beast? I don't think it could handle any kind of power. Like they're, <laughs> they're like, unless you spend a bunch of money on them, like we're talking like plastic planetary gears and the diffs and stuff. Like it, it's not, it, it's like a 17, five or 21, five type brushless or something like that. Cause I oh really? One that I have one that comes truck. with it. Yeah, I have a Euro truck, and it's surprisingly quick. I will say, if you're gonna like, I w- not that I've done this because I follow the Euro truck rules. But if you're if you're gonna do the diffs, like Marine Grease is awesome. Um, I would say if you're gonna upgrade it, the only and you want to like consider putting any kind of power behind it, I would look at like the aluminum. Um, center shaft because they make an aluminum upgrade like front mm-hmm. rear outdrive and then the aluminum shaft because yeah. any kind of significant speed and that plastic center shaft will wobble. But makes the, sense. And, and 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 maybe maybe just in if you if it is something you're gonna. Well, I know you. You need to buy a second escort shell that you can. <laughs> and, and then keep the one that you made all pretty for the scale garage. Um, but, uh, uh, the, they make an aluminum motor plate, um, and that would be a worthwhile, cause it, it literally just kind of slots in and I feel like the aluminum motor plate is a worthwhile upgrade for, for those. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that thing is like all plastic. Yeah. Like until yeah. you build one, you don't quite realize like how very like basic and inexpensive they are. But I mean, but they're fun, right? It's like, still cool fun, though. Like, like, oh yeah, it was like building a plastic model that worked is what it was. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. You know, it was like building like a static model that actually like you could drive. That's that, that's what it was like. For us old for us older guys, I will recommend a you know a, a mechanicals or a, a a screwdriver, electronic screwdriver. To help yeah. drive some of those Phillips head screws in. God, I did God replace it. Tamiya, God bless <laughs> to me and all their <laughs> X, all their Phillips. Phillips I replaced screws. as much as I could with Allen's. Oh, good for you. Yeah, just because I was just like not going to do the Phillips head thing. I don't even think I, there's a Phillips head in my toolkit for RC. I I I built my Euro truck as as per the per what came in the box, but yeah, that would definitely be my. Yeah, if you can if you can replace those with some uh, with some metric hex heads, it's even better. But um, yeah, I mean it's they're they're so they go together so easily for the most part, um, and yeah, I mean they're they're just fun kits. If you've never built a Tamiya, for those listening, if you've never built a Tamiya kit, um, you know, and and even just for. Um, you know, if people are, you know, people who are like racers and, and kind of feeling burnt out or getting out of it, like pick up a frog, go pick up a frog or a grasshopper or one of the Riri, um, you know, for your kids, the Riri comical buggies, the, like the oversized, the oversized tires, they have like the, the frog and the grasshopper. I mean, if, if you just want something like to make you giggle, that would be my that would be my recommendation. Um, you know, get a, a, a simple you know two S 
light because most of them now come with you have to be careful because the new the uh, to me electronics aren't don't have light they're life compatible not lipo oh so they're, good to their know lipo cutoff is is different in it um, there's some YouTube videos on how to like modify it or you know you can just be lazy and put a lipo alarm in it um, or just set a timer but um, yeah I mean if you've never built a Tamiya kit, like I highly recommend getting at least one. And they, you know, these the the rally car or any of the any of the Tamiya stuff, a lot of them are just they're cheap. Like under if you can find them, they're kind of getting they're kind of getting hard to come by now. I noticed, but um, you know, you could pick up a Tamiya car for under 180 bucks, 150 bucks. I think the Escort's like 120 maybe. Yeah, I I want to say it was like one twenty four or something. I have another but, Facebook friend that just built a TTO two also. That he's like getting into it as well. I don't know. Maybe there's kind of like a little surge of interest with those going on right now. Well, our, our local we have a, a local. I think I've posted a couple pictures up, but um, we have a little a local indoor on-road track called Corsa that just they just built a little tiny track and by tiny I mean my we're running Tamiya they, they primarily focus on the Tamiya cars which is awesome and we've been running kind of some some races on Saturdays and I think we've gotten them down to like a, a sub like five or six second lap time I mean it's it's a really small track they're oh, just wow. getting started but I mean, it's it's been a hoot, and there's quite a few people that are turning out to to race, and it's you know we're they're starting you know the shop's been really good. They're focusing on the the basic you know Tamiya um, you know TTO two based chassis and stuff, and you know it's it, they're just super simple and fairly inexpensive, and um, yeah. I, just can't I think that's how you build stuff. like a renewed interest in on-road racing. I think is like that's kind of like what you do is start out with something affordable that's fun, and you know, and then eventually it'll just grow again. I mean, everything kind of goes in cycles anyhow. So I mean, like at some point, I'm sure short course will come back and be popular, and then so will touring car racing and stuff. So it's just matter I time, probably. <laughs> I sure hope the, so. They do make the. T, do they still have the TBO too? I don't remember. But I think yeah. So. I mean, if you're just if you're if you're out there looking for, you know, the holidays are scary enough. The holidays are right around the corner, folks. Um, the end of the year is <laughs> practically upon us too. It's nuts. Um, but I mean, if you're looking for something just fun and I mean, the Tamiya stuff is durable. You can run them and. You know, it doesn't even have to be a prepped parking lot. You can just go find an empty parking lot and run it. And they they hold up pretty good. That'd be a good gift for a kid as far as, like, you know, a first car to build or something. One of these Tamiya kits would be a really good present for a kid. Or an adult. But, I mean, like a kid for, like, their very first build, I, that would be pretty cool. Just because it comes with, you know motor and ESC and everything. I mean, there's not much else he needs to get the thing going. So it'd be kind of a neat deal. 
Yeah. The to me, com- <laughs> the to me a comical ones. If you're looking for the uh, A main has them, and there's oh, that's the four wheel drive one. You don't want that. The frog, the hornet, and the grasshopper are all under 160 bucks. If you're wanting a fun, a fun kit for your for your kids to to mess around with, and and they're they they pull we I mean they'll do wheelies. They're <laughs> tall enough that you can kind of run them through the grass. Um, if you're wanting something to kind of just like jump off curbs and play in the yard, like. These little Tamiya ones are pretty awesome. Just Tamiya's in general, you know. Get yourself a get yourself a bearing kit from you know Fast Eddie or whoever, and you know. Yeah. Did I, did you put bearings in your Jay? I, I did. Yeah, I actually ordered a Fast Eddie bearing kit with the car just because I knew that it's like I'm, I'm not even gonna mess around with mess the around bushings. With yeah. yeah. I just sure. that's more work later on down the road that I well it's and it, like the fast for. Eddie ones are nice because they're legit like I think all the same bearing except for the diffs yeah <laughs> and yeah. the diffs might even be the same bearing size too but they just yeah um, yeah to me a cars to me for the win yep well one more we should probably. oh we do have another one yeah, okay one more from Eric Warren this is yeah this is the last one so he says. Um, so after a few weeks of sales under the SCX six, do you think that it will change the direction of trail trucks? Watching the SCX six groups and the quote influencers end quote, it seems that it um, that it may. Have you had a chance to drive one? What are your thoughts? Keep up the great work, guys. Looking forward to hearing the show later. And I agree with Nick. You all should put together a live show. Well, we'll have to do that then. Ah, boy. It does seem like the overall reaction to the six has been positive. I mean, something that I did not mention when we announced that thing and we talked a little bit about it was that Horizon does have a pretty good finger on the large-scale stuff. That's true. My whole thing on it is, like, I really do like it. It's cool. I like the fact that it's literally like you just took the 10.3 and just blew it up, and, you know, it just looks identical to the 10.3. Um, I have not driven one yet. Uh, I would actually, honestly, out of all the cars in six scale that I would like to see, I'd like to see a six scale Capra. That'd be cool. That'd be kind of crazy. Yeah. That'd be cool. So, I mean, I don't know, just because like, I think something that big in like a buggy would be cool. Um, it definitely, the other thing too, is they definitely work differently too. And you also got to remember, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about um i think before the show about the two like two two rigs um it, it's once you drive something that big it kind of just goes over obstacles a lot different than like working a one nine so it's funny because you you start getting spoiled by the way it works um and then you go back to a one tenth and you're just like completely like oh my god i gotta like work this line now <laughs> right so that happened with um michelle's dad and elia when they went out to Folsom a couple weeks ago i guess they were playing with the sixes all day and then they pulled out the tenth scale and they were just like we feel like we don't even know how to drive anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's funny it, it'll it'll be interesting to see if if anything will rival it. i mean 
you know, Red Cat came. It's funny because I was, I was mentioning to some other people, like, um, and I think I was even messaging Trujillo, which this was his. Rich Trujillo, for people who don't know, is is one of the people project project managers at Horizon, um, and this truck was kind of his his sort of baby um, in terms of, of like bringing it to bring it to fruition and, and kind of pushing for it. Um, but, you know, I would, you know, if you remember back, like Red Cat had that clawback. Yeah. That fifth scale thing. Yeah. And it was, I mean, people, I will say like, obviously, you know, if you're picking one versus the other, like hands down, the SCX six has, it has all the boxes checked for sure. But it'll be interesting to see if, if Red Cat does something, with that one, that one was more like you could go on Amazon and get those, uh, like, you know, you used to be able to get like those super huge, like MOA style, you know, crawlers, which I think it, the clawback was, it was more or less like yeah, a it, type it crawler was. with a big Lexan body kind of thrown over the top of it. Yep. Um, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if, if, I mean, Traxxas pretty much stays in their lane. I don't... Traxxas has been kind of... Cool. I mean, everyone kind of says, like, Traxxas is due for a revamp. Like, the... You know, the TRX-4 really hasn't changed. I mean, at least you see, you know, Axial with the 10-2, you know, the 10, and then the 10-2 go into the smaller, you know, Axles. And now you have the 10-3 that came with, like, the portals, and then the selectable transmission to sort of, you know mirror what um, uh, you know Traxxas did so uh, yeah it'll be interesting to see if anyone you know if anyone steps up and does anything I'm sure there'll be plenty of knockoff clones before too long of you know large scale but um, yeah it's that six was that six was something else for sure I mean, we were all—I think we were all pretty impressed when they came out with the twenty-fourth scale stuff. And now, yeah. to, uh, have you seen their have you seen their sticker that they made that's got their like the three oh, versions, the, like the family the family yeah. stickers? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. With the six scale, the ten scale, and the twenty-fourth scale. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, we kind of we kind of touched on it earlier. It'll be interesting to see what. You know what twenty you know twenty twenty two brings for for everything. I mean, we kind of all think like you know we've. I mean, we've all probably been there. We like, wow, nothing's gonna top this. And then you know, sure enough, they you know they bring out something. They bring out something bigger. But I guess in talking with Rich, like the, the SCX six has been in development for like I want to say it was like two years or so. I think is what he was saying. Wow. I mean, it's, it was in the it was in the works for a little while. It was just a matter of, you know, getting everything done, and then, um, you know, obviously the supply chain stuff kind of put, you know, everybody behind the eight ball really when it came to a lot of that stuff. But um, I was impressed. I mean, you know, they were saying that they had those they when the SCX six dropped, they like those things were sitting in the warehouse, and they had plenty of stock on hand when those thing when that was released. Wow. I just don't know if 
I have anywhere I could even really drive the thing to where it'd be fun. I was going to say, can you even drive it? I haven't been there, but I mean, you talk, you speak a lot of like Capsani. Can you even drive it in Capsani? I mean, you could, but I just, I don't know. I think most of the stuff at Capsani would probably be too hard for a bigger rig like that. I mean, like a 2.2 is like about the biggest I think that you could really, I don't know, maybe it's just the way my mind works. I mean, like I, I'm not into micros really i'm not into large scale stuff i'm not into 18th scale like i just i don't know for whatever reason scaled stuff is is like right yeah it's my yeah it's my happy place like i'm used to it and there's a lot of parts that you can get for them and accessories and hop-ups and it's just i don't know i i i don't really ever see much other than 10th scale in my future personally i uh I would I would be remiss if I didn't mention my 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 boater friends and and uh, my buddy Ethan from Scale Plate Shop, but they they've a lot of those guys have all transitioned to boats and they've all gotten they've all gotten boat crazy and and kind of like crawlers are boring. We're gonna get into boats. Um, Sean Rusin too, he did that. That boat that he posted up recently is wicked. That nitro he, looking yeah, thing. Yeah, he's like, into oh, it. That, he's like, he's in deep to boats all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. My friends have all gone where, where like, a few of my friends have, like, several VS410s. Lance, I'm looking at your direction. Um, <laughs> like, even still, like, in the box. Like, they've gone, a lot of them have gone all hardcore boat. But now it's like, okay, now you need to build trailers because you now have a... Because some of them have, like, the larger, like, 30... Six inch, the forty, you know, the larger like fifty inch, because um, some of them have even gotten like weed eater boats now. So, jeez, uh, yeah. So, like some of the boats that they've got size wise, like they're perfect behind that SCX six. And many of those same guys have bought SCX sixes. So I, you know, the the running joke is like, who's going to be the first one to show up, you know, at the boat pond with their SCX six and the boat <laughs> on the trailer. <laughs> they have a lawn tramp and stuff too. That'll be next is scale lawn tramp. Yeah. Well, at one of the, you can't run nitro there, but one of the, the ponds that we have here in, in Portland, Westmoreland, they do have like a little, they do have kind of a sloped like boat ramp that you can oh, funny. back down to the place where we go to run gas boats. It's, it's kind of adjacent. It's, it's adjacent to the river, but it's kind of, kind of behind in this little protected like pond area and uh yeah you you could it's a little bit of ways down a path you know paved path and then you kind of walk down this little like sort of grassy hill down to a little um peninsula and and everyone just kind of launches so um you could in theory you know drive your boat down kind of back it into the water and and launch it you know to go to go back to the whole to go back to like the send trucks and the you know the the tow rigs and everything like you know kind of a perfect storm for for anyone who's got i would i'm curious to see if if Sean Rusin's going to get a uh, SCX6 to uh tow some of his boats with it make for some good pictures oh yeah i mean and, and and again even some of those boats too i mean they're pretty you know some of those boats are pretty you know scale too when you look at at what they are and the 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 size and everything, the Traxxas, you know, the Traxxas Cat and the Spartan and, you know, all of those, there's some pretty, uh, they're, they're pretty impressive as well. 
You could get scale driver figures of a husband and wife to scream and yell at each other while they're trying to load the boat on the trailer. <sighs> right. Yes. Beer cans falling out of the truck when he opened the door. And <laughs> right. <laughs> Some of the gnarliest things I've ever seen have happened on boat ramps, like arguments and near fights and stuff. Like oh. boat ramps are always an awesome place for good drama and excitement. I've, uh, I got hooked on on watching some of the Blake Wilkie videos and his little jet boat videos, and so like I I I occasionally will peruse and see if I can find like cheap sea dues for sale, <laughs> and uh, trying to find one of those little aluminum. Those things can get pricey too. They're almost as, they're just as bad as like the cost of some of those side by sides. But um, you know those little aluminum like tiny mini jet boat things would be pretty somebody's gonna die in one of those things they are so crazy yeah how they run them up on dirt and stuff and jump them and it's like oh my god you guys are just begging for trouble and then you throw like turbos and superchargers on them like they have it's like yeah no thanks (laughs) no thanks i don't have that kind of pocketbook i'll stick to my i'll stick to my like Many, many, many RC cars. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot safer. Well, guys, yeah. Should probably wrap things up here. Yeah, that was fun. Um, any closing thoughts from anybody? Um, no. no. I think so. Cool. Alrighty, well, thank you, Chris, we're, for joining we're not us. About the fires. We're, we're not talking about the fires like the last time I was on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, things are trending positive. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, um, but, yeah, thanks no, I, for joining. Really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I nice having you. Being here. Thanks for having me back. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it, man. Well, cool. Alrighty, well, uh, thank you, everybody, for, for coming back and listening to us. And, uh... We're excited to get this going again, so appreciate your support, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. See it. See it.